Hey, everybody. Happy New Year. You did it. You made it through 2020. And here you are at 2021. We made it together. Let's celebrate with a new episode of O Jeremiah Talks. This week, we talk about The Queen's Gambit, the new Netflix show that's all about chess, if you can believe it. We'll make a TV show about anything, I'll have you know. But this is a really good one. We, we had a great time. We benched the whole thing in one sitting, and we're here to talk about it. Uh, we also talk about Aaron's new adventure into cooking, which uh, there's no way I can give it the proper introduction here. Uh, so stick around for this episode. Aaron talks in great detail about her new journey into cooking, and I think you'll really like it. Uh, as always, uh, we have a Patreon. It is literally the best way to celebrate uh, music through supporting bands that you love. Um, it's a monthly subscription, and it is legitimately the best way to support your favorite band during a pandemic. Uh, we have new uh, podcast stuff coming up. There's legitimately going to be an exclusive Patreon Aaron episode once a month. And this month and next month and the months to come, we're going to be releasing a ton of music on our Patreon. So it's very exciting times. 2021, best year yet. I am calling it. Let's do it. I want it to be you talking on the intro. I want to get together. Yeah. For all acquaintance be, be forgot. Go ahead. Go ahead. No. Well, happy new year, babe. Happy. Okay. Feelings will go ahead. Oh, wow. Just dive right. You don't want to update Guess. people. Uh, I know that you have a headache. I know that you are wrapped in a blanket, so you're chilly. You woke up Why this do I morning. Have a headache? You woke up this morning the fussiest <laughs> you have been in our marriage, I think. Sorry. So I was I'm kind of mean. So I'm trying to get into this new New Year's uh, goal. I don't set resolutions, but I set goals. I think I think resolutions get a bad rap because most people give up on them. But I like anyone that's trying to improve themselves, even if it's only a little bit of progress. So, like, to me, there's no such thing as failing a resolution, but I call them goals. Mm -hmm. And one of my big goals this year is to not fall asleep beside my phone because, yeah. uh, I mean, a million Everyone reasons. Everyone knows why. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> no, just saying. But... So I've been last night with my trial run of this. Yeah. So phone. So you're like, we don't need to buy an alarm clock. We'll use our Google Home. Google Home, which was great in theory. Here's how it's. Well, remember you were like, what did you say? Play like sleep sounds, and then she's like, do you want to set up your nighttime routine? No, I just said Google set an alarm. Yeah. And Google was like, oh my gosh, okay. And then she was like, well, you know, Jeremiah, whose social security number is because it's Google, and then five eight seven. Yeah. Would you stop? Sorry. Would you stop? I just got so nervous. Sorry. So then it gives me through the sleep thing, and it's like, oh, by the way, I'm going to play nature sounds without your consent. So then it's all these bugs in our in our <laughs> apartment, and yeah, it was it was kind of weird. Yeah, and for some, I always sleep with a fan because I need a fan sound. Like I cannot. There's nothing that makes me more uncomfortable than trying to sleep in complete silence. Can't yeah. do it. And you are fine with that, but these bugs. We're not doing it for either one of us. But we we fell asleep, whatever. Yeah. Alarm goes off. Already I'm feeling more productive. I was like, I don't even know how many emails I have. You shot up and you sat upright in bed and you're like, I could tell you're, you were telling yourself, 
okay, Jeremiah, you go out and get today. Yes. Like I just yes. knew like I your, was like your I was, posture was so much like very forward. Yes. I was I was pointed forward. I had Gary V You're just tilted. pounding in my chest. I was it, I was Tony Robbins of the heart. I'm gonna conquer today. Yes. And uh, so I said, Okay, Google, turn off the alarm. And then I shut the door and the barrier between our door and the kitchen She's talking to us right now. Oh my gosh. Because you said the two magic words. Oh my gosh. She is talking. That's, That's so dramatic. And yes. this also solidifies my point of I don't like this in the middle of the night. Yes. Because I'm afraid that whenever I go like to get up to go to the bathroom or get water, because I do that a lot because I feel like I'm an old lady. But like I I was so afraid last night. I went to get water at like 3 a.m. And I was like, she's about to start talking to me for no reason. And at night you're terrified of everything. Yeah, so that just adds another layer. So yes. continue. At night, your life is a science fiction movie. I know. For sure. So then you wake up, you're chipper, you're whatever. So I tell so it, you, you I say, say I'm up, get it, turn off the alarm, yeah. we're, we're out of here. And she, I'm going to have to, I can't say her name or she's going to start talking to us again. Same. Uh, big brother over here says, okay, thanks, good morning, whatever it said. It didn't say anything. And then I shut the door and I start writing songs and I'm like singing my little heart out. And then I hear you shouting. From our bedroom. Why didn't you get up? Because I here was my thought. There was like a 90% chance it was you shouting, but there was a 10% chance it was someone outside. So you just went off the 10% Well, thinking here, that someone close to us is named no, Jeremiah as well? That's not what I the move was. I was literally just like, Jeremiah. The move was stand perfectly still. And just hope it all went away. It didn't go it away. It didn't go away. It didn't go away. And then you so came the alarm, out there. So what happened was the alarm <laughs> went off again, and I was just, like, so irritated. Because I'm like, I don't even know how to turn this off. Like, I had to get out of it. I don't do well in the morning. I think we've already established that on this pod. And I was just having a... Just a, I was just, like, mad. You and I just fussy. Sometimes I just get overly mad, especially in the morning. So I stormed in the kitchen. Well, no, first I unplugged the Google completely yanked her off of her cord and brought it to the kitchen and i was like what did i say i was very dramatic you said, slammed We're it not doing this anymore but it was really funny because you unplugged it from the wall so it was just the ball thing yeah and you slammed it on the table and you said we're not doing this again and then you looked at me and you walked back into the bedroom. Yeah. And I, Noodles was scared. She was like, why did we get out? What's going on, Mom? What's going on? Yeah, it was and very... I was like, it was, it's okay, come back. It was a lot. And it was then a lot. Noodles had to go to the bathroom 15 minutes later because we were up and at him and she was confused. So basically what you're saying is the first Monday of the new year, I was feeling some type of way. You were feeling some other got, type of way. But then I got better once I like started going. I went to the co-working space today and got a lot of stuff done. I was like focused on track had every i even like packed a lunch was ready to go yeah and um but then i on the way home like i started to get a migraine and it's still happening i think it's like a weather thing yeah maybe so so i just that doesn't make me feel great but i am excited for the new year i i'm like i'm pretty pumped about it yeah I think. i'm pumped about it too i know the year is arbitrary like if we keep saying like oh i'm so glad 2020 is done it's like as if that's gonna change anything what was the thing we heard the other day like Oh, I'm so excited for another number to complain about. Yeah. I thought that was funny. Yeah, I thought that was funny, too. This guy I love, uh, I can't, for some reason I keep, is it Justin Firstman or is it 
Jared Firstman. I don't know. He's a he became famous over the pandemic doing these like really funny impressions. Oh, you and think he's hilarious? I think he's the funniest. But he did an impression of 2021 talking to his therapist. That's so good. So I mean, that's the whole like I don't even have to explain what happens. It's such a good bit. It's like um, the new dating commercial, which I think is so good. Of yeah. 2021 and the devil. Yeah. 2020. Or 2020. Yeah. Um, okay. Do you want to talk about the Queen's Gambit? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You, you want the moon? Just say the word and I'll throw a lasso around it and pull it down. Hey, that's a pretty good idea. Oh, yeah, we took a two-week break. We didn't even talk about that. We took a two-week break and we're back. So we During did, the break. We did the holidays, right? We go to my family and then we go to your family. Uh-huh. And, and then... Well, hang on. So okay. we learned that <laughs> because we're the ones that don't have kids, because we're the ones that are out of town... We are always driving and we never stop at the holidays. Mm-hmm. So by the end of the holidays, we're, we're exhausted. Exhausted. And we have to go back to real life and we're like, I didn't get any rest. We were driving from your family to my family on Christmas Eve. And I remember thinking, I'm, we were in the car and I was like, I'm so tired. Yeah. And like driving today is like not what I wanted to do. And we always build up on the holidays, like, we're going to get so much sleep. How we're relaxing gonna see, it's going to be. This is going to be so calming. And then we get there and we're like, oh, wait, this is an event for everyone involved. I know. But that's because it's like my mom's house, I think, is really relaxing uh, by nature because she just has like a homey vibe that's yeah. really good. So you anticipate that feeling, but like, but, but it just did not happen. And the noodles was barking like a maniac the whole week. The whole time. So we started this year yeah. a new tradition of what I like to Are call... Are we going to keep va- this a tradition? I, I want to in some capacity. And the the we're going to call it vacation after vacation. Because we legitimately just booked two nights at a hotel in a town two hours away mm-hmm. to actually rest. Because if I was here, I would force myself into being productive... And if you were here, we, we, you know, you would force yourself into cooking all these amazing meals and like doing all the things that normal life pressures you to do. But right? we for sure just relaxed the whole time. We ordered so we spent so much food on money on food. I no, don't so even, much food on money. Yeah, That's, I don't even. I'll wanna, give you twelve biscuits for that twenty. Let's see what I did. Yeah, forget it. Okay. Okay. Um, I don't even want to count up how much we spent because like we got like some Christmas cash. We always do. Yeah. Which is fun. And then we just kind of blew it. We're like, it, it went away let's so just spend fast. it, spend it, It went spend so it. fast. But uh, we, so at this hotel, one of the things that we watched was the Queen's Gambit. And we watched it all in one sitting, just oh yeah. about. How about hotels now having streaming where you can log into your, did we sign out? Oh, they sign out whenever you check out. If okay. not, someone be streaming. Well, you can't even stream the office anymore. I was going to say the office. That's off of. But there was. An office marathon on Comedy Central because it was called the New Year's Christmas three-day hangover, which I think is funny. Yeah, you love that. So we watched The Queen's Gambit, and for some reason, whenever everybody—like, I still haven't seen season two of The Mandalorian. I know I will enjoy it, but I have a hard time when everyone's like, oh my gosh, it's the best show of all time. Like, it saved Star Wars. Like, in— and whatever. Like, yeah. maybe that's true. Maybe it's not. But whenever a something... A lot of hype makes you leery. Yes. Is that true for you? Yes. And The Queen's Gambit has had more hype than any TV show of the last six months, I would say. Oh. I have okay. seen so much about The Queen's Gambit. I've seen, you know, this chick is like, 
incredible and the storyline is incredible and you like would never believe chess is so on the edge of your seat. Well, like, how do you feel about it? So I liked it. Okay. Like, I liked it. I thought it was really well done. I thought she was good. I thought, I mean, yes, as soon as it was over, I was like, am I about to go buy a chess set? Like, I felt like those things were were cool. Mm -hmm. But the whole time I was like, man, this was overhyped. Like, yeah. I had such an unreal expectation of what it was going to do. Yeah. That I was like, oh, no, this is a solid story. The acting is good. Freaking Dudley Dursley is and in it. blew your mind. It bl- if you grew up a Harry Potter kid like I did, like I would wait in line at Books A Million to get the new book at midnight because that, mm-hmm. that's what they did back then. And I would, I would eat those books in two days. And that was like to me, and then I would start immediately again. I yeah. loved Harry Potter. Yeah. So when they came out on movies, I was just as into it. And you could not have paid me a million dollars to believe you that Dudley Dursley was going to grow up to look like that. Okay. He is yeah. a short, tubby, mean kid, like in the book. Was that really him or was he like in a suit? No. I mean, he, he was like a regular kid. But he okay. was just like a little pudgy. I don't remember. I, yeah. I wasn't a Harry Potter kid. I've just seen like a little bit of but it. But apparently he was in the movie, uh, the new Rob Robert Pattinson movie, um, The Devil All the Time. Okay. And he's like apparently really scary in it. So he's like making it happen. Yeah. And I love a comeback story, especially whenever you were not Harry Potter. You were the enemy in a minor part in the in the franchise. I also really liked his story in The Queen's Gambit. Same. I thought, I, well, I liked his character. I will say my favorite character and my favorite actor in the whole thing was the adopted, was the mother. So the adopted mother who, I think she enters the episode, in, at like episode three. That's who you're talking about. I liked her so much. I thought, well, one, her character was amazing, but also I thought her acting was really amazing. And uh, yeah, I just, I mean, I guess this is kind of a spoiler because... Well, if is, you if you can not spoil it, that would be. Yeah, I I just thought it was really cool that she had someone on her team. Yeah, no, no, I think I think so too, and, and I don't think that's a spoiler. Like, yeah. she, you know, the premise of the show is this orphan prodigy chess player, mm-hmm. uh, basically goes through life and tries to become the world's greatest chess player, or whatever. Yeah, and it seems like life itself is against her. Yeah, and her adopted mother is clearly on her side. Yes, and. The adopted mother in the show. In a really cool way, though. Yes. Like, they have such... She has such respect for her, and it's also really cool because the mother, just, like, she trusts the kid. Yeah. Which, a lot of adoptive stories, you don't hear that that's the case, especially whenever you adopt a teenager. Yeah, I agree with that. But she gave so much trust to her. I mean, granted, she was, like, really suffering, but... I w- Anyways, I w- a couple of things that I would nominate it for. Oh, go ahead. Okay. Some things that really blew me away. Costume design? Yes. Uh, agreed. Soundtrack? Yes, agreed. Or score? No, yeah, I was getting that mixed Music. up with another movie that I did not like. Yeah, score was just incredible. And then, wait, costume design, score, and then set design I thought was really cool. Yes. Like it's specifically down. the house that she lived in. Yeah, there's no way... I can't imagine anything beating that. And the Las Vegas, like, oh, it made Las Vegas look really cool. Well, it, it, the thing that I kept thinking about, I know I'm such like a Paul Simon freak, but like I kept thinking like Paul Simon and or Simon and Garfunkel are releasing music at this era. Like, what an amazing they time to be that alive. Too, didn't they? 
No, they were. Um, it was like these other songs on TV that were like so like do up up up. But they referenced Simon and Garfunkel, I think. They did at one point, but I can't yeah. remember what the reference was. Me either. No, wait, are you thinking about Friends? No, I think you're thinking about the episode of Friends we just watched. That I mean, that's possible, but I don't think so. Because that episode where Phoebe goes or Ross goes. Don't think, just answer. Simon or Garfunkel? And she goes, Garfunkel. Oh, and then we watch that really close to whenever I think we watch that's the what Queen's you're Gambit. Thi- I think that's what you're thinking of. And so of, I put them together. Which is funny. That's possible. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if it's because of the climate of TV or what, but I felt like it was always on its way to being the dark show. Yes. And it never fully arrived at being the dark show. I kept thinking show. it was going to go so twisted and... Like demented and gross. Yes, because and I hate, but I I don't think that's the show's fault. I think that is just so the amount of dark TV that I've consumed. Yes, you and, know? I th- and at the time it was a complaint of mine because I'm like, you know, either do it or don't do it. Don't do this middle like PG thirteen vibe. But then but, I'm like, but at the same time I was like, I think I was happier before everyone was naked on TV and, and everyone super was dark dying. And twisted. Yeah. Yeah, and everyone was a creep. I, I know. I, I think another thing is like, visually, it was incredibly dark. Yes, like, like tonally, aesthetically, it was dark. It was very dark. So I think maybe you were. Um, I mean, obviously, there's like some stylistic re- reasoning for that, right? Yeah. Like I like her outfits were so prominent. You know, like in the last episode, wearing all black. Like I'd like all of it just seemed so important to me. And yeah. I think, but thinking back, though, I'm like. Oh, maybe that's why we thought that is because we're used to dark colors, dark whatever being like incredibly dark. And that's just not always the case. Well, even so the show's premise is um, like, you know, prodigy girl trying to play chess, but she's addicted to tranquilizers. That's like in the description of episode one. Mm -hmm. And even that I automatically go, oh, it's going to be like Breaking Bad. And it's never fully like that. Mm-mm. There's one or two scenes where it's like, oh, this definitely has consequences. But most of the time, you're just like, oh, like, they're really not going to drag this girl through the mud like yeah. other shows would have done. I also appreciated that they didn't make it about a love story. Yes, agreed. They made it about her passion and what she, what she was talented at. Yes. So uh, I only have one more thought. Get it out. The kid from Love Actually is my age, and he <laughs> looks 12 with His a fake goatee. His mustache was very confusing. It was very confusing because I had that dude sat down in front of me to play chess. I'm like, is this the kid's table? I liked his character, though. I liked his character a lot. I thought he acted well. I just could not get over how my how my dude still looks like he's in Love Actually. No, I know, and everyone's giving him, giving him crap for that, but um, how he looks so young, which I— I don't know. Which maybe. is a great thing. It's a like good thing. Like, if I look yeah. 12, you'd be like, wow, he's aging well. But I guess people aren't treating it that way, though. But this is how much I love New York City. So his character, like, lives in New York, and then they, like, take you to go see his apartment. And you're supposed to think, like, ew, gross. That's, like, really crummy. My first thought was, like, wow. You were like, I could see myself there. <laughs> I was like, that's a beautiful. <laughs> Which is really, really I was literally like, that's a beautiful apartment. Yeah. I think had I not been expecting Game of Thrones where every love scene both characters are totally naked and one of them's about to get murdered and or like breaking bad where it's like oh this tranquilizer is going to like cause a thousand people to die or whatever i had shape of water vibes too yeah had i not gone in with that expectation i probably would have given it like an eight but the whole time i'm like oh here it comes 
So I was constantly feeling let down. And I think it's my own fault. Yeah. But I, I mean, I think it's going to like sweep at the Emmys. Like it was really good. Yeah. What's even happening anymore this year? The Emmys will happen because every like we still have great TV. True. Like the COVID didn't affect great TV this year. So, I mean, it's I don't know if Succession is going to come out, which is the thing I'm worried about. But like everything else, like is still really good. Yeah. So, Queen's Gambit. We love it. Ta-da. Ta-da. I would like at your comfort level. Okay. The other thing we talk about on the podcast is your big revelation into cooking. And I would like to set it up by this has been like a thing since we got married. You've always felt like cooking had a thing in your life. It was something that you really cared about. You you got a lot of you, you have a lot of passion for it. You have a lot of your identity in it. And then we went into a bookstore like two weeks ago before we went home for Christmas. And there's this new bookstore on in Athens. And we just went in, popped in. It was all you stuff. And I was like, ah, that's nothing really for me. And you picked up this book called Wheat Belly. Mm-hmm. And it was for $5. And my first thought was, well, there's a book that's not going to get read. And I will be dad gummed if <laughs> you did not gobble that thing up. You didn't think I was going to read it? No, because I was projecting what I would have done, which was not read that book. Okay. And... I feel like I have that, a, I'm married to a different person than I was married to two weeks ago in this department. So it started with the book? I think, no, no. I think the book gave you a sword and shield preparing you for the war you have always been on your way yes, to. Yes, it really did. That's yeah. a really good way to put it. Yeah. That's, that, because you're the same person. Yeah. But now it feels more like, I don't know, you've been writing this whole journey down in pencil and then you just picked up a Sharpie. That's what it feels like to me. Yeah. No, that's good. Uh, So one of our goals this year is to number our podcast. So I I wish I could reference which one. Was it our last one that I talked about my health stuff? It's called Oh, Jeremiah Talks About Hormones. Oh, Hormones and Depression. That's right. So that's kind of like, I mean, if if you've followed along with us, I go, I deep dive into blood work and and like my discoveries with health and all this kind of stuff. Well, yeah, I, whenever I got my lab work back with like the cholesterol and like pre-diabetic stuff, uh, that was like so scary for me and I felt really helpless. And I'm one of those people that if I eat cheeseburgers every day, I'm going to see it. (laughs) Yeah. And, uh, I, and so in response to that, though, I get really angry at people that can eat whatever they want and not see any physical side effects from it. Right. It makes me really angry uh, because it whenever you because, you know, you have like control over it because you're just like, well, I just won't do that every day. Right. Or I'll eat better, quote, better, whatever that is. And it's just like it's really frustrating because you also want to live in the. Like, I just want to, like, flip off the world of, like, oh, I can I can control this by eating better. Because, really, I, I just want to live like a normal person and not have to worry about it. Yeah. But then it goes into, like, what's normal, whatever. So, when I've, with my health discoveries, I talked to a nutritionist and I've talked to a doctor and my sister and all, my family's really into this kind of stuff. And um, found out that my uncle, who's had diabetes for, like, years, completely got off medication and everything because he just simply cut sugar. 
And cutting sugar ends up looking like cutting like carbohydrates too. That's like a big a big thing, which I think is really encouraging. Like that was encouraging for me. But again, at 29, I don't feel like it's fair that I have to even think about this kind of stuff. Right. Um, which is selfish. 29, 29 still sounds so young to it's, me. It sounds young. And I think another thing that scared me is that it made me feel older whenever all this happened. Yeah. And I'm sure, you know, peop- I know people out there have had it far worse than this, but that's just kind of like what I dealt with. Yeah. So was it, I went on a walk and I came back and like kind of cried to you and told you what I wanted to do this year. Did you, was that before the book or after the book? It was in the middle of the book. Because you had started the book. Oh, wow. That is very powerful. Okay, cool. Yeah. So back up to a few months ago, whenever I started the season of depression, which yeah. is crazy how it all comes like full circle, I was starting to kind of feel like I didn't really know what my purpose was. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's just like the simplest way I can put it. And so I, whenever this was after... I got my blood work back and I'd like kind of done some kicking and screaming like to you and internally of just like, why do I have to live like this? Of like, hey, you're either headed down a road of medication at an early age or you can just like super tighten up what you're consuming. And I didn't want that to be true. Like I didn't want to have to deal with that. Well, it's also I don't think I've said this out loud because I'm just realizing it in your journey of wellness or whatever we're going to call this, you would always say, I just want to get to the point where I can eat what I want, that I want to eat what I want and celebrate it, right? You, I want to give my body the thing that it's asking for. Yeah. That's what you would always say. Yes. And I was always pro that. I'm all, because I am, food is delicious and we should celebrate oh, that. Oh, totally. I wanted the intuitive eating. Right. To really lock but in. But then... You yeah. got this blood work, yeah, and you and you saw, oh, my body is telling me something I wasn't hearing, yeah, which is the things yeah, I want are not point. necessarily the things that I that it that it needs right now, and it's not yeah. just like from a vanity standpoint, it's like no. my body is rejecting this stuff. Yeah, this has nothing to do. Yeah, I want to be clear in that this has nothing to do with me losing weight, right? You which know? which. If that was the issue, there would be no issue. The issue is you got these test results back and it was like, oh. This doesn't like, like, because the, it's weird because Jeremiah and I got te- like our test results. We got our blood work done at the same time. He and I eat the same food. Yeah. You, you and I eat the same food because we live together. We eat every single meal together. Yes. You work out more than I do, but I still work out. Yes. Uh, it, it, I don't work out enough to justify my numbers versus your numbers. Yes, our numbers were so drastically different that it was telling us, "Hey, there's something other. There's something else going on yes. besides." So your body is like trying to actively fight inflammation somewhere, and we've got to cut out some things to figure out what it's fighting. Right? Yeah. So because I would say the average person our age is not concerned about inflammation. Sure. <laughs> like, it doesn't come up a lot. And I've only been taught it because of my sister's health diagnosis. Yes. Yeah. And I, my numbers were really positive. Really good. Yeah. And I did nothing to earn those other than I'm a genuinely, like, I'm generally, I'm a healthy person. Mm-hmm. But my father, who I am the most like on this earth, like physically, mm-hmm. uh, he would go get his blood work done at like 60. And he'd be like, yep, numbers were all good. And 
I think that's just the the card that I got dealt. Those are the hand that was the hand I got dealt. And I feel yeah. like that's not the case for you. No. And I think that that's a lot of why I wanted to bring up the eat what your body's really wanting because we now know that your body may not be telling giving you all the information. Yeah. Like you got to go deeper and get a professional be like, "Hey, your body's asking for this now." Yeah, exactly. It like can only withstand certain torture to it for so long. And I say torture because like I think that's I've done that on accident. Well, because I thought I was doing the right thing, but like my LDL numbers of cholesterol are like high whereas my triglycerides are like not that high, right. which is unusual because usually those go hand in hand, but it's like oh, like you're you're actually eating okay, but like for some reason your body is still fighting itself. Yeah. And something's not digesting like it should. Right. And I kind of was attuned to that whenever I started having dental issues because I was like, that doesn't make any sense. Like, I've never had cavities. I floss twice a day. Like, I do great with my teeth. You have beautiful teeth, too. That's Well, I don't feel like it, so thank you. You have beautiful um, teeth. Thank you. Um. So anyway, so I so I get that book, and then I... Uh, also, let's back, back up to the purpose conversation. I just... I was like, I need to figure out what I want to do. Like... You have this new like side job. You have, like we both still have music together, but like I want to wake up and be excited about like doing something other than oh Jeremiah's taxes. Like I need, yeah. like I want and like because a lot of people don't some, know, like you don't do some of the fun stuff in oh Jeremiah, right? Because it just doesn't. It's just not the way my brain works. Yeah, I and, don't do the songwriting, and yeah. that that would. Not because you're not welcome to, you just don't. Totally. And that, if if I was made to do that, that would fulfill me creatively. And it just simply doesn't. And it simply doesn't. And so I don't do it. And and I think that's okay. Now It's totally okay because you deserve a thing. Totally. And I, you know, for so long thought, and I I still think violin teaching is a part of my thing. I think that's always going to be a part of my life. Yeah. Um, But the truth of the matter there is I have not been able to get more students over the last few years right. actively trying. Right. And so, you know, just kind of like, what what do they say? Like bumping my head against the wall, just like, what the heck am I doing wrong? Like what, you know, I'm the co-working space is, is like a great job for me to have, but that's not going to last forever. And that's not something I'm necessarily passionate about. I'm just good at it. Right. And so, and it's like a way to provide income. So anyways, I, I was just really, I came up with so many different Etsy shop ideas. I wanted to like maybe upsell like antiques, like have like a site for that. I wanted to open up like a a bakery booth. I wanted to sell affirmations. Like I, I like I had so many ideas, and I think I presented all of them to you because I was just like throwing paint against the wall, trying to see what it felt like to say it out loud. And me, as your biggest fan, yeah, wanted that to be the thing. You Whatever are, the thing was. Any of it, you were in full support, and which is incredibly kind, but also incredibly confusing, because I didn't know what was actually sticking. Yes. Um, which is unfair to you, because I should not rely on you to have the Velcro at the other end of it. Yeah. So... Um, so anyway, so I go on this. That's a great saying. What you thank just said. Thank you. I was I, proud of it, but I, I didn't like, want to like wow, say anything. That was actually kind of <laughs> kind of dope. I know, Continue. Thanks. So, um, uh, sorry, I'm just fixated. Well, I, Wait. Uh, so I go on this walk. 
Uh, no, it's okay. I go on this walk after I've read a few chapters of this book called Wheat Belly. And I, I'm listening to a podcast and I'm turn, I pause it and I just like walk in silence for like the next 20 minutes. And I just like start tearing up thinking about like what I can do with my food and my health journey. Yeah. What I can do for other people. Yeah. And that inspires me beyond words. Yeah. And I get so excited about it. And so I just like start tearing up and then I come inside and I was like You melted. I don't down. even I don't even remember how it came how it happened, but you, I I know exactly how it happened. Okay. You walked in and I was like, How was your walk, babe? <laughs> and you were like, Good, I need is I and I said, Are you okay? And you were like, I just feel like I, I need to talk about something. And I was like, Okay. Immediately you started melting down. Mm-hmm. You started talking about just purpose which has been an ongoing struggle and and I said nothing I was just watching you kind of like process in real time Mm -hmm. but I could tell you hit a nerve yeah I mean I'm like tearing up thinking about how like this last six months has been so hard because I, I haven't known what it is yeah and a lot of my really close friends have been really kind and uh been like reminded me hey there's no rush for you to find this answer. Right. Like you look, you seem like you're being really curious right now. And I think that's awesome. You just need to like kind of let that happen. Yeah. And, um, it, it's like, and I think I told you this, it's like everything in my life has like led me to do this. Yeah. I just haven't seen it. Yeah. And even like three years ago, whenever I was in counseling, my, my counselor asked me like, what are, what are some things, because she even told me, and it's like the metaphor is even more beautiful now, like knowing what comes from it. But like she asked me what are, you know, she an exercise was write down some things that you feel really confident in. And it was cooking, singing, and crossing the street. <laughs> and that was like a joke, but she still wrote it down. So it was like awkward for a minute, but yeah. it's fine. Um, and, you know, I just like laughed at cooking because I was like, oh, like, haha. It's really cool because I'm like, you have to eat. So it's like, I just love blessing people with this or like, I'm really good at signing up for take them a meal because I can crush it and right. whatever. Right. Um, and so, and then she told me though, at the end of our sessions, like, cause I did like a 12 week, like kind of like power run of like, are you okay? <laughs> and at the end of our 12 weeks, she told me, she was like, I think that you have grown some really beautiful flowers in a lot of different gardens of other people. Yeah. And you've like really, you have flourished in those gardens and you have done so well at like seeing your potential and seeing your growth in other people's dreams. And she's like, but, and I'm going to cry just, sorry, but she's like, but you haven't like, you need to find your own or like you, you deserve to have your own garden. Yeah. And like that metaphor is even more beautiful now because of like things like fruit and vegetables and I was going to think about all the plants that died because of the cold. Jeremiah, I mean Sorry. that was an accident. Um, <laughs> the parsley's still alive. Yeah. Anyways, so yeah, everything has led to this in a really slow way, but at the same time, I don't think there's ever been a time that I was more ready than now. Yeah, and, I agree with that. And I think I, that's a good. I think that's a good point. I'm so ready now, and I'm also like, it. It's not just like, oh, I'm gonna get healthy. <laughs> like, no, <laughs> I'm 
still developing a relationship with food that I want to get better at. I want to like process it with people. Um, I started like, it's going to be like food diaries with Aaron. And that's literally, we're going to, can we say that we're going to like release a podcast or I guess it's more, is it called a podcast if it's just me talking? Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to release an exclusive Patreon podcast. I'm going to, I'm going to say once a month, but I have a weird feeling it's going to be more than that. Because as soon I have, as I teach you how to set up all this stuff, you're going to be all to, to the say. races. Yeah. yeah, because I like I'm doing like little short blurbs and um, on my Instagram, I'm like posting recipes, but I'm also like posting like a little bit of like a food, like a diary entry of just like, uh, this is why I've struggled with this food or this is what makes me happy about this. And I'm and I'm processing in real time. And I think um as much as it sucked whenever I first found out, it's like my blood work like has kicked me into this. Well, I remember when we were on the way home from the hotel at the vacation after our vacation, <laughs> uh, you were you read in the Wheat Belly book that just because something is gluten free does not mean it does not have the same effects on your body as something with gluten as opposed to carbs. Right. Because you thought, oh, I cut out gluten. Why am I not seeing the Why number? Why is it not... And yeah. it's because it's essentially the same thing, just without gluten. The same thing is happening. The same thing like triggers in your body. Not as bad as wheat does to me. Right. But for them, yeah, it's like... But your body is still like, oh, there's that thing I like. And I will say that is... Um, I'm just going to go ahead and say that is the thing I'm into this week. I will say the book is a bit dated. It was... I think he wrote it or released it in like 2010, I think. Okay. So there's been a ton of more research on wheat sensitivity and all that since then. Yeah. But the thing, and he also has like a, like whenever he jokes in the book, I'm like, dude, don't do that. Like, it's not good. Like, it's always like offensive to women sometimes. And I don't <laughs> love that. So I want to sure. go ahead and uh, preface that. But I do want to say what the book gave me was, it gave me such confidence because it said, hey, this is not your fault. Yes. And I, ever since I was, I think I was like 24, whenever I started to put on weight after college. And it was like, I'm now it's like so obvious to me, like, oh, Aaron, that's whenever your body was done growing. Mm. So like you, that's whenever wheat sensitivity started catching up to you. So you always had the sensitivity, but now so. you had the evidence to prove it. I think so. It yeah. started physically showing up. And so now it's like, hey, warning, it's for sure showing up. But that book made me realize like, oh my goodness, this isn't. It's not my fault. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. I would say the thing that I am super into this week, I'm into a ton of things this week, and I'm trying to think of like what we're going to do an episode on. So I will say, as much as I hate to say it, the new <laughs> Justin Bieber song is so good. Why do you hate to say it? Uh, I did not like it at first because uh, it just sounds like, it's at, at first listen, it sounds like everything else. Like, it, there's nothing about it that stands oh, out Oh, yeah, to we me. listened to it on the way home from Vacay. Yes, vacay. and we also talked through it the whole time. Vacay Squared. Vacay Squared. We'll yeah, I love that. Uh, and then my friend said, dude, have you heard the new John Bellion-produced Bieber tune? And John Bellion is one of, like, my favorite pop musicians of all time. Oh, he produced it. And he produ he's one of the producers on it. And then I listened to it, like what part of this is John Bellion? And then it becomes so obvious that it's so John Bellion. And then you love it. And then I was like, wow, the, it, if you put John Bellion's voice on this, I would love this song. Yeah. Not that I have anything against the Biebs, but like, I'm just not used to liking Justin Bieber. Like, 
Because ever since Baby or whatever that song was called, I thought Justin Bieber was like a cartoon to me. But ever since he released Lonely and Holy, I'm like, oh, is he like after me? Like, is he trying to like get me to be a fan? Because it's mm-hmm. almost working. Mm-hmm. And then this song, I was like, oh, now whenever he releases a new song, I'm probably going to be into it. Yeah. So uh, it's called Anyone. And I'm that's the thing I'm, I'm sure super into. I'm sure it's pretty easy to find. <laughs> yeah. It's like the top song right now. Yeah. But uh yeah, I'm super into that song. And okay. I'm sure the other stuff that we're super into will come up next week on the pod. Because we're back. 2021. It's we're our back. year. We're going to keep releasing on Wednesdays like so. Wednesdays like we're so. We're going to number our podcast so that we know which ones to reference better. Oh, also we're going to be doing live streams on our Facebook page coming up. Yes. My uh, goal is five this year. Yep. Goal is five this year. The, the, um, the plan is we're going to start workshopping new songs. And we're going to do, you know, the classics, but, and we're also going to do some covers, but we also want to just like bring back the live streaming thing. We got burnout on it at the beginning of COVID, but we like upped our gear since then. And we're going to schedule them yeah, in a, in a planned out way. Yeah. So it's not going to be just like a willy nilly, like, Hey, open up the laptop. It's going to be like a thing. Yes. Our, so podcast once a week, food diaries podcast is, I'm going to go ahead and say it. It's going to be random. Yeah. I, th- I think it I feel like those don't need to be consistent. I feel like that's just going to be whenever it happens. I'm trying to post three recipes a week if you're interested. Yeah, but if you don't follow us on Instagram, I'm at o underscore o Jeremiah, or Jeremiah, and you're at o underscore Aaron Elizabeth. You're also like doing way more of this type thing on your Instagram. Yes, a ton of it. Yeah. Well, yeah. My goal is to do like three recipes a week, and I'll still, I still want to do music um, stuff on it too. And it, my Instagram has always been kind of like a, I jokingly call it like the behind the scenes of O Jeremiah, which is so true. Yeah. But now I'm just incorporating recipes that I. It's honestly where I get the most creative energy from. Yeah. And I, all of them will be gluten free. That is a statement, but. Not all of them are going to be paleo, keto, like right. what are the rest, Whole30. It's just going to be some stuff that I'm experimenting with and yeah. Well, a lot of people don't, That if you're not a musician or if you didn't go to music school, you don't know the feeling of when your hobby becomes your job mm-hmm. and you have to find a new hobby. And your hobby is the thing that like has no stakes it's all fun, it's all electric, and it's all just, like, in you. Mm-hmm. But your job, you have to be, like, practical. You have to be like, well, i got to figure out how we're going to pay the bills with this or whatever. Yeah. And for you, I feel like you finally found that thing that sat in the place of your hobby. Mm-hmm. Because whenever you had to grieve the loss of your hobby because it's your job now, you know, like, it's just really great to me that, that that's finally happening, you know. Finally happening. I don't know what took so long, but we're here. Happened right when it was supposed to. I know, isn't that so bonkers? It's amazing. I mean, it's not that bonkers because I know stuff like this in life happens all the time, but I'm just like so excited for it. I'm excited for you. Thanks. I love you. And you're very supportive and I really appreciate it. Of course. I'm your biggest fan. He eats everything that I cook. I eat everything that you cook. (gasps) Oh my gosh. You know what we're going to do that I need to remember to do? What? Is I think on Mondays or something, whoops, not today, but like (laughs) another Monday, I want to do like an Instagram stories of like you taste testing a new recipe. I will do reviews of your food in real time. 10 out of 10 would love that. Love that. Okay. Okay. I love you, babe. Goodbye.